Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. In the past few months, you have been getting used to a whole new way of meeting people, right? You you might be contained in the comfort of your home. You're scrolling through hundreds of profiles to find that special someone who captures your eye. This is totally different than maybe you have ever dated before. And then you start reading profiles. You see if there's you know, someone you would consider taking the next step with, you then may have just a lot of boring text exchanges, a string of Zoom dates, leaving you with this feeling of uncertainty as where all of this can go next. Sound familiar? Maybe you try some of these creative meetings and I've been talking about, you know, sharing a glass of wine on a virtual date. Maybe you're watching Netflix together. You're doing all these things, but where do you go from here? And how can you build a connection or date someone in this unfamiliar world? Here's the thing. There is a new feeling in the air as the summer approaches, and you might start thinking about things differently. Maybe you're reopening your dating life again. Maybe you're getting sick of doing the same thing over and over again. Maybe you're starting to get energized in a way that you haven't before, or maybe you're just in a slump. But just as the weather outside, the climate around finding love is changing, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Here's the thing. I predict that no matter when we get through all of this and maybe we return to what we thought was normal before, I believe that the new normal is going to look completely different. And so a lot of the things that we're working on now in our dating life is here to stay. So now is the time to get a handle on this. I'll give you a perfect example. I've been working with a woman um, and she started working with me because she's trying to get over this anxious attachment style of dating. And, you know, in the past, she would pick men who were really toxic for her. Basically, they would love and leave her. And she would find herself getting caught up in the whirlwind of what I call the tornado chemistry. And, you know, it would be a whirlwind. It would go fast and furious. It was magical. And she would get so addicted to that instant validation that she would feel in the moment But as soon as the tornado left and the drug wore off, they would leave her. And then she would feel even worse. And the truth was that she was relying on the attention that she would get from them because deep inside, she didn't really feel worthy herself. And that was all stemmed from childhood, of course. And she was constantly fighting those demons, but she was craving that outside validation because she wasn't able to see her worth and validate herself. So that's exactly where we started working. And during this time in quarantine was the perfect time to work on it. So she's been learning to slow things down and make more meaningful connections online and not be so injured every time an interaction doesn't work out. You know, before, if somebody didn't like her or someone wouldn't respond to her, 
it was like the end of the world. And because of COVID, she has been texting a lot of guys and she's learning not to take it in so much. She is learning to recognize her strengths, love herself and be grateful for the things she does have in her life because she has a lot. And she's learning to not give herself away too soon, too fast and really pace things out and let these guys earn her. It's been difficult. I'm not going to lie. And a lot of times she slipped and her default button was and still is to go to the physical and rely on men's attention. And that overrides her sometimes, but it's good that we're coaching together and having her uh, know that I'm helping her, holding her accountable there for her. And she's becoming more aware and she's really like breaking through some of these patterns. And it takes time, you know, especially she's been this way her whole life. And if you're listening and you relate to this, you have been this way your whole life. But that is the beauty of this period and the irony. Okay. Time is on your side, <laughs> right? We don't know when this is going to end, but now is the time to really get a handle on things so that you build that muscle, right? And when you come out on the other side, it's going to be even better than it was before. We are in the process of redefining how people date, communicate, and fall in love. But if you use this time as summer approaches to your benefit, I predict, this is my summer prediction and even beyond, that it could be the best way to navigate your dating experiences into healthy, successful relationships. And I'm seeing this over and over again with all the clients that I'm working with. Now, it's important that you pay attention to this because being social and dating is a muscle. I know I relate to that a lot, but if you don't exercise it and you keep it moving and you don't keep it moving, you'll experience that atrophy or you'll never learn to build that muscle. It'll just stay mush. <laughs> and especially as time goes on and you're not working on it, it's so easy to just stay in that cocoon. And, you know, the, the, hard thing about it is that the more time that goes on and you don't work on things, the harder it gets to jump back in. So use this time to, to get stronger at things that were hard for you even before the pandemic happened rather than waiting in your cocoon. I, you know, the longer you wait, the harder it does become. And I know what you're thinking. It's like, Kim, what's the point of focusing on dating right now when the world is in turmoil and I can't meet anyone in the physical sense and there's no end in sight. And I don't feel comfortable with someone in a 2D meeting. I need to see if I have chemistry with someone. So I'd rather wait until I can. And I totally get that. There is nothing like the real thing. And, you know, physical touch is so important to us as humans. But what if you thought of it differently and actually learned to know someone before you got physical? Because there will be a day that we get physical. And if you get into a virtual relationship, it could progress that way if there's some trust there. That, in fact, you know, the, the physical is something that is earned. And if you really look at it that way, and you really start focusing on building an emotional connection, when you do meet the physical 
person, <laughs> you'll it'll be even better and even more special. And I see people experiencing that, waiting for something that doesn't exist or shutting down won't keep you moving towards something. I predict that even when we are able to date again physically, the dating rules and people's interactions are going to be different. So now is the time to learn a new way of connecting. So again, we were in the process of redefining how people date, communicate, and fall in love. And I predict that it could be the best way to navigate your dating experiences into the healthy, successful relationships. So here is my summer forecast for dating trends. And I want to give you some tips around how to use them to find love in a healthy way. All right. Number one, learn to ride the waves. Okay. I mean, we have nothing but waves right now, people, right? Navigating the modern dating world is not easy. And it is like learning how to ride the waves of emotions too. So depending on where you live and what personal journey you are on, I am going to predict for you that there's going to be still more ups and downs that come with dating fatigue, dating anxiety, disappointment, fears, and even how to progress on dates. And the and here's the thing, if you struggle with self-worth, these effects can be particularly harmful because you might rely on each click, each like as a dopamine hit for your self-worth, like my client did that I talked about earlier. But using this time to learn how to deal with your emotions and build your self-esteem beyond the click, you will come out to be a better dater than you were before. This is an opportunity to get into almost, you have to think of it, a date preparedness mindset. Have an internal conversation with yourself around what your fears are and the high emotions are about and consider if it's a problem that you need to confront. Confront it. You're in the safety of your home. Do exercises, you know, listen to podcasts, hire a coach, do things that you can really take a look at it. Because, you know, before this, you might have been just numbing out and going on dates and never really addressing the deeper stuff. All right. So that's learning to ride the waves. Number two is learn how to court again. You know, it's almost like bringing back the basics of courtship back in the days when we had that. I think that the trend was before this hit, like courtship was going away. And I think technology was part of it. And I talked about that on previous podcasts, but online and modern dating trends have had a big impact on the courtship. And it, it, kind of is time to get back to the basics and learn how to court one another again. And I'm seeing that this period where we're forced to slow down is allowing for that before jumping into your Jeep with your bikini to meet someone, find out if your potential date is even worth seeing you in that darn bikini. The benefit now is that you can actually hone in on all ways of communicating with a potential partner. And then you get to see how you can build chemistry with the different modalities without relying on the physical first. I know it's going to be challenging for some of you, but think of it all as foreplay, right? Like that's going to make the real thing even better. Work on your text skills. 
It wouldn't hurt to actually learn how to use the phone, by the way, now to have great conversations. Uh, Yeah. And what's interesting too is a, a lot of us have gotten away from the telephone, right? But I, I'm seeing it come back. And, and in fact, some people aren't even knowing how to use the telephone without relying on the video. So if that's you, learn how to listen without relying on the physical cues. I had a client who was terrified of the phone. And when we were talking together, we learned something. And I don't even think she was aware of it, but she was fearful of phone conversations because she couldn't see people's faces, but she was relying on people's faces to see if they liked her or not. And so it was in a sense, a way for her to get validated versus just really connecting with somebody through voice and not worrying about whether or not he liked her or whoever you know she was talking to but more about how she felt in the interaction and so that this has been her homework and i've yet to talk to her so hopefully she's doing that cuz that is something that she needed to work on um and i also believe doing video date before committing to a real thing is going to be a trend i talked about that on a previous podcast as well so delayed gratification to get what you want most instead of just what you want in that moment will ultimately set the path for greater success and healthier relationships overall um there's another woman i'm working with and she is living in a country you know and and then here's the thing too depending on where you live there's different trends happening but where she lives they're all relying on these voice messages back and forth it's really interesting and so no one's having conversations with each other i equate it to almost like parallel play that two kids do when they were (laughs) when when kids are in kindergarten or even in preschool they do something called parallel play. That's where they'll play alongside each other, but they're not playing with each other. And when you're sending voice messages back and forth to each other, it's the same thing as parallel play. So there's been not a lot of interaction. So I've I've really tried to help her engage more and get these guys to hop on either a Zoom or a, a video interaction where they're actually talking back and forth to each other. And it just... Occurred to her, she's like, "Oh my gosh, I don't, I don't even think I've had many of those." And the guys have been very resistant to it because everyone's been trained to date that way. But I'm happy to say she's been doing that. Uh, I'd say in the last three dates, and she's like, "It has been a game changer." In fact, this last guy was trying to get her out to meet him, and they hadn't even talked. You know, they just sent back and forth these voice messages, and. She was so happy that she forced him to go on Zoom, even though he didn't want to. I was telling her, any guy who doesn't want to do that is not your guy, right? Like we need to look at how people show up for us. And that was part of her. This has been part of her journey. And so he did. And she was so happy she did it because she did not feel anything. She did not like him. He wasn't really the kind of guy that was going to be good for her anyway. So she didn't waste her time going out. So again, like use this courtship stage to really work for you. All right. Number three, I'm predict, even though it's like kind of partly cloudy, there is a chance of hope. I promise there is a silver lining in all of this. What's interesting is that 
modern technology has sped up the ability to be introduced to a greater volume of people, right? But now, paradoxically, it's caused everyone to slow down and learn to pay attention to things that normally is overlooked or ignored. So one of the benefits during this time is that it's forcing us to slow down and look at what's important. You know, before you might be swiping left and right, numbing out, looking at pictures, not really connecting with anyone, you know, checking your list, all of that. And in fact, you might even be going through the motions of dating just to go out. Well, you can't do that now. So it's an opportunity to take a look at people differently. Do a self-assessment. Write down your negotiables. What is it that you want? What's What are some things that, okay, you could live with and see if you can have conversations with people in that? And then what are your non-negotiables? What's something that you absolutely cannot deal with? And just really consider what's important to you. And then also, I always encourage you to write out your mission statement about what it is you really want to accomplish during the summer in your interactions. What, what's so great about having the period of time called summer is that it's a chunk of time, right? It's about three months. And you can use this time to really like think about what you want to work on building skills. Maybe it's things that, you know, you didn't do before, like having conversation online or text exchanges. And that relates me to my last point. And that is work on small attainable goals versus long-term ones. Again, summer is so perfect for this. The reason why you might not achieve your love goals is because you might be shooting yourself way too high. If you set short-term goals, like what you're going to do this summer, that are regularly attainable, you will be far more likely to stay motivated over time and also minimize procrastination, right? Because if you if you have something that's long-term and really big, you might procrastinate and not do things that you know that you need to do to get there. You know, the short-term goals lay down a clear and defined path to success, and that allows you to focus on one thing at a time. That is why when I work with people, I set up goals in three-month timeframes always, and I give people homework to work on a certain skill, and that ultimately helps them get to the bigger goals. Like you may say, oh, I want to find a soulmate or, oh, I want to find that life partner. And that's all great. I'm not trying to take that away, but that is long term. And you're shooting yourself way too high and you're focusing on kind of the bigger stuff and you're forgetting about what you need to do in order to get there. And when expectations are high and you can't fulfill them, and especially, especially if you are a high achiever or perfectionist, oh my God, that's maddening because then you'll give up or you're, you'll hypothesize that there are no good men or women out there. And then you'll go into that dating fatigue and you, then that's the loop that you're caught in. So now is the time to set the short-term goals more than ever because we're living in that state of uncertainty. Think about it. All we know is what is today and maybe what's right in front of us. So again, the state of uncertainty actually kind of works because then you'll stay more present and improve the skills that you need to, to improve your love life. 
Uh, one just cute little success story that I had with someone is that, you know, she hired me because she kept relying on sex <laughs> for her self-worth. And that's how she's been dating this whole time. And so I've been really working on her and building the conversation skills and just dating without getting attached and pacing things out without relying on the sex. And this has been a game changer for her. And honestly, and she even admitted this. She said, even though if I had hired you, I still don't think I would be like holding my own goals and, and holding myself accountable for the physical part had it not been for quarantine. So the fact that she had me and quarantine on her side <laughs> was really working for her. And she is in such a good place. I just had a call with her and she's dating a couple of really great guys and for the first time, she is experiencing what it's like to have that emotional intimacy with someone. And she's seeing how she can build that without having to give the guys something like her body or getting them to like her for something outside of that. So it's been a huge game changer for her. All right. I have a letter I want to read that's actually perfect for what we're talking about today. It's from Patty. She said, hi, Kim, I just turned 60 and I'm looking for my divine life partner. I broke up with someone in the fall and took some time for myself. And just when I thought I was ready to start dating, COVID hit. I decided to get on a couple dating sites anyway, but nothing seems to progress. Most have been a couple of dates in person, physical distanced due to COVID, and then they disappear. I've also been attracting men who are not yet divorced. I don't want to be the rebound therapist. I've done a lot of healing work on myself, and I want to find a man who also has and is open to personal and relationship development with me. Not sure how to get there. Oh, Patty, that sounds really frustrating, especially since you were just getting into that mindset of getting back out there and then COVID hit. I've been hearing that with a lot of people. Uh, I love, but here's the, I love that you're trying and you've been out on a couple dates despite these challenges. So give yourself a gold star for that. That's fantastic. And I know I sound like a broken record here, but honestly, just hearing where you are at with these things, I think summer is the perfect time to work on your dating life, even in the comfort of your own home. You had been relying more on like going out on the physical social distance dates, but I'm wondering how much you are doing before you get there. Okay. So that's like the first thing. Also, the fact that you keep attracting men in transition also tells me where you are at in transition. Remember, what you put out is what you get back. So I'm wondering about the energy you are putting out, which might be, and I'm just guessing here, it might be somewhat guarded and hesitant because you're a little bit you know, still healing and getting over things. And so that you're attracting people who are not totally available, but quite honestly, neither are you. So <laughs> take a look at that. It is understandable too, given where you are at in the healing process and the goals that you are having in your head just might need to be adjusted. So here's the thing. 
the fact that you started this letter with that you are looking for your divine life partner is what I think part of the problem is. I wonder if you are dating like a relationship gal and you're shooting your expectations way too high. So the first thing is I would adjust your goals. I think that long-term mantra that you have in your head needs to be adjusted to the short term. What can you work on right now so that you attract something different for your life partner? Like, do you need to let men earn you? Do you need to work on your flirting skills? Do you need to know what it's like to share more about yourself upon first impression? These are more of the things that you should be focusing on rather than the divine life partner. <laughs> okay. Um, the second thing is de- definitely you need to build your dating muscle. You know, I- I'm not sure. Do you have much dating experience or are you more of a relationship gal? Use this time to learn how to date without getting attached to the outcome. And part of that should be doing more interactions before you get to that physical social distance date. I didn't hear a lot of that in, in your letter. And you may be doing that, but I highly recommend you do that and slow down and see who earns that physical date. Finally, breathe. Oh my gosh, breathe. Okay. I I just, I feel this energy from you that you're like in this, you know, mode of, okay, now I'm ready. Where is he? But if you can just slow down and put your two feet on the ground and focus on today and have fun and love yourself and get into your body, enjoy the courtship stage and try not to get ahead of it. Uh, I, I know that for all of you, when you let go of the outcome, you're going to have more fun in the process too. And even though we're in this state of uncertainty, it'll give you somewhat a feeling of certainty when you have some things to work on each and every day. Remember, we are in the process of redefining how people date, communicate, and fall in love. And if you use this summer and as it approaches to your benefit, I predict that it could be the best way to navigate your dating experiences into healthy, successful relationships. Overall, I predict a sunny forecast to those who learn to take a slow-phased approach to dating. And in the end, you will be able to attract a more meaningful and longer-lasting relationship possibly than ever before. So I hope that was helpful and inspirational and gives you that sense of hope. And of course, thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you are feeling stuck or you're experiencing dating anxiety and you're at a loss on how to kickstart your dating life this summer, then click the link you see here in the show description for a free breakthrough call. Don't let summer pass you by. Again, these are, it's a built-in time frame for yourself so that I can help you map out a plan and what to do in these three months. It's one thing to swipe, it's another to make a connection and it all starts with a call. Stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.